0: God we give you glory We give you honor and we give you Praise once again God In Jesus name Amen We stand on our feet and just give God some praise. And if you're tuning in with us, can you give praise right where you are? If you're at home and you're at work, can you just clap your hands? Oh, magnify the Lord with us and let us exalt His name together. The song says, Lord, I know You've been so good. Oh, Lord, I know You've been so good. You watched over all night long Lord, I know you've been so good help me sing things Lord I know you've been so good yeah Lord I I know know you've been so good you watched over me me. all all night long long. oh Lord, Lord I know you've been so good sing it again say everybody Lord I know you've been so good yeah Lord Watch over me, over me all night long. All night long. Oh, Lord, uh, Lord, I know you've been so good. Jesus, uh, I've been wrong in my life. Sometimes I've even sinned. Lord, I want to thank you for waking me up this morning. Uh, kneel down and pray again. I could have been dead, uh, sleeping. In my grave, Lord, you told Lord that to behave. You've been, good. you've been good, you've been good, you've been good. Oh, you've been so, so good. good to me. Oh, Lord, I know you spared my life. Help me sing, Lord. Lord I know you spared my life. I could have been, dead, been dead, sleeping sleeping dead, sleeping in my, in grave. my grave. Oh, Lord, uh, Lord, I know you spared You've been my mother, Lord. You've been my father, too. Out of all the things in my life, God, I look back and without you, what would I do? That's why I keep my hand in the winding chain. Every day I'm trusting in your name. You've been good, you've been good, good, God. You've 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 been good. Lord, I know You've been so good. Sing it, sing it.
1: Lord, Lord, I know You've been so
0: good. You watched over me, you watched over all me. night long, all night long. Oh Lord, 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 I know You've been so good. Oh, say You've been good, You've been, you been good, God. You've been good, You've been, you been, you been good, God. You you been been better good. than good better me good than I've been to myself. Been good. To me, and I've been to myself. You've been good. Somebody say He's been good. You've been good, God. Lord, You've been good. Lord, You've been good. You've been good, God. You've been good. You've been good, God. I wanna say thank you. You've been good, Lord. I thank you. You've been good. Than any brother, God. You stay closer than any sister. You've been good. Lord, you've been good. Lord, you've been good. Lord, you've been good. I want to say thank you. You've been good. Anybody telling thank you, you've been good, God. Lord, I thank you. You've been good thank you, thank you, Jesus. You've been good. You've been good. You are sobering me all night long, Lord. I know you've been so good. And if you have something to thank the God, Lord, for, can you just lift your hands this morning and tell Him thank you? We go through things, and we can look back over our lives, and we can see how God has orchestrated everything, and it worked out for our good. So, God, we just say thank you this morning for working it out for our good you always look out for us you always keep us and we thank you just for waking us up this morning can somebody tell him thank you and we just want to remind you this morning that the Bible says that neither height nor depth can separate you from his love and to remind you that God will always be with you he is with you he's Jehovah Shalom he'll bring you peace amen And he's an omnipresent, God. So we say, he was there all the time. Can you look back over your life and just tell God that he was there all the time. Waiting patiently in life. Because sometimes we don't have sense enough to pray and seek his face, but the Holy Spirit will make intercession for us. God was there all the time. He was there all the time. He'll give you peace in every crazy situation. Even when you're sick, he was there All the time I found myself sick in August And I couldn't call nobody I had this quarantine by myself I was in the bed all night long And I couldn't call anybody But a small voice told me He's waiting patiently To call him in line God was there Even then All the time He was there All the time I couldn't call my mama She couldn't come He was there All the time He was waiting patiently God was there. Can anybody testify that He's been there all the time? I'll say it one more time because not only was He there, but He is here. He is there. Oh. Was. He's here now the Lord was there when I couldn't call nobody on the phone late in the midnight hour the Lord was there when it didn't look good and the doctors didn't know what would happen the Lord was there
1: yeah 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. God had the final say the Lord was there If that's you, can you just lift your hands and we just want to tell him and remind God. say he is there. no matter what it looks like right now you may be even praying for somebody else not even yourself for God to deliver them I just want to remind you he is there he is Call his name, call his name. Jehovah Jireh, he will provide for you. Call his name. Jehovah Rapha, he'll heal you. Call his name. Jehovah Mecca meaning he is present with you. Call his name, call his name. Call his name, call his name. Call his name. Call His name, somebody call His name, call His name, call His name Yahweh, we call it Let the church say yeah. And tell him yes
1: and thank you. Praise the Lord, everybody. Good morning, good morning, and good morning. We are grateful to God for all of you being in the house of God and we certainly welcome those of you that are live streaming with us, those of you who are listening on radio, and those of you watching on television. We pray that something will be said or done today to increase your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. If you have your Bible this morning, Let me encourage you to stand up with me if you're able. Turn to the book of Luke chapter 18 and we're going to look at verse number 1. Luke chapter 18 verse number 1. While you're turning your Bible, let me remind you it's election time please remember to go out and vote. Let me also mention to you, do not bring your candidate lease to the church and leave the papers there. In case you don't know, I usually catch all of them and throw it in the trash. I'm trying to save you your money. So my job is to encourage you to vote but we don't promote any particular person. All minds clear? The book is in Luke, chapter 18, verse number one. If you find it, please say amen. Amen. The Bible said, and he spake a parable unto them. this end and the parable is simple that men ought to always pray and not faint please remain standing as we pray Father we are grateful for another beautiful day we went to bed last night we woke up this morning because you God sustain us we just want to say thank you. Thank you that blood is still running in our veins. Thank you for provisions of life. Thank you for our health and our strength. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that you would touch us again one more time. Touch our heart. Touch our body. Touch our soul. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus, every need in this house this morning is met. Thank you for healing our body. Thank you for making our way out of no way. Thank you for our families, our children, and our grandchildren. Lord, we thank you for long life. Holy Spirit, bless the teaching and the preaching of the world this morning.
0: Glorify
1: yourself in the house. We'll be careful to give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. It is in Jesus' name we pray. And the church say, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. For those of you that are joining us for the first time, uh, please permit me to mention that I've been teaching a series of lessons on the subject of prayer. The first week we dealt with that subject, we looked at what is prayer. And we concluded that Prayer is your passport from the natural into the supernatural. Prayer is what takes you from the physical into the spirit world. And believe me when I tell you for you to do well in this physical world, you need prayer. The second week, we dealt with how to pray, and we share with you that the best way to pray is to pray the will of God. If you ask anything according to his will, you can be rest assured God heareth you. We also encourage you to learn to pray what we call fervent prayers. God wants, you to, wants to know that you are serious about your request. God wants to know that your prayer is honest. Amen, somebody. This week, I'm going to be teaching you on why we should pray. To be specific, I have 12 reasons that I want to give you, and I'm hoping that one of these will stick in your soul. The goal is to see you and me do better in our prayer life. If you need a topic, I call it the power of prayer. And the focus will be, why on earth should we pray? The first reason I notice is that it's a command. And because God commanded us to do it, we ought to be doing it. Amen. My mama always tell me, of all of our children, one thing she noticed about me When parents tell me to do something, I do it. So she called me blessed. God is your parent. He is your father. So when he commands you to do something, if you really want to be blessed, just do it. Remember, at the wedding, Cain uh, in Galilee, the instruction given, When they run out of wine, whatever he tells you, just do it. So in our text today, God's command is that you and I should always pray. Not occasionally pray. Not pray when you are in trouble. Not wait until you are sick and you begin to. Scream and yell at God. His command is, you and I should always pray. That means you pray when you get up. You pray when you're on the highway. You pray when you're at work. You pray at home. You pray when you're washing dishes. You pray when you're in the shower. You pray even when you're in bed. When you're jogging around the neighborhood, you pray. Pray when you're sitting down next to somebody that won't even talk to you. Pray for your friends. Pray for your enemies. Pray for your spouse, your husband, your wife. Pray for your children. Even pray for your in-laws. Pray for your co-workers. Pray for your church. Pray for your pastor. Pray for your community, your state, your nation. Even pray for the dope dealers. Do I have an amen? Amen. Pray for hookers out there. Pray even for those who are racist. Pray even for the crackhead out there. Pray for the president. Pray for the governor. Pray for the mayor. Pray for the police department. Pray all the time. Pray, 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 pray. That's God's command. You want to know why we should pray it? Number one, because God says so. You pray when you see a newborn. Newborn baby arrive. you say, Lord, I thank you. You wake up in the morning, sunrise, you say, Lord, I thank you. In the evening, you see sunset, you say, Lord, I thank you. When you see a miracle in your life, you say, Lord, I'm grateful. Thank you. You say thank you when you get up. Thank you before you go to bed. Thank you that you are able to get up. That's something to to, to be thankful for. Just to be able to get up. Yes, your knees is hurting. Yes, your hip is bothering you. But you say, Lord, I thank you that I can still move around. It's always a reason to pray. I don't know about you. At times I forget to bring my reading glasses. And then I say, Lord, I thank you that I can still see. Amen. Amen. I went to vote yesterday and, and it just hit me that I didn't bring my glasses. I said, oh, Lord. But I went by faith anyway. But I read every one of it. I said, Lord, thank you. I can still see. Thank you that you're in your 60s. Thank you that you're in your 70s. Thank you that you're in your 80s. And you're still able to come to church. Hallelujah. He said, pray always. You ought to tell God, thank you. Just to be able to to clothe you in your right mind. You ought to tell God, thank you. Just to be able to see your children run around. You, You ought to tell God, thank you. Just to be able to move your hands and move your feet. You ought to say, Lord, thank you. Just to be able to sing a song like a bird, you say, Lord, I thank you. You thank God even for your storms. You thank God for your tears. You thank God for your scares. You know why you thank God? Because through all of that, God gives you a testimony. Hallelujah. Now you're stronger. Hallelujah. Now you're wiser. Amen, somebody, do I get an amen? Amen. The Bible says, pray in season and out of season. Pray wherever you are, whether you're in your house, whether you're on your job, on the highway, even when you're in the hospital. Always pray. Even when you're in jail. Locked up, you still look to heaven, you say, Lord, I thank you, hallelujah, anyhow. And before you eat, you pray. Before you get on the highway, you pray. Before you go for job interview, you pray. Before you go for surgery, you pray. Before you stand before a judge, you pray. Why? Why? Because God said, you should always pray. Look at somebody and see I got it. Number two, the reason why you should pray is because prayer works. As your pastor, if it don't work, I won't waste your time. Time is precious. But prayer works. It's not magic, it's not voodoo, it's not trick, but I tried it for myself. And I found out prayer works. And if you don't believe me, remember in the Bible, the disciples were on the boat. And Jesus was with them. Sound asleep, the Bible say, concerning Jesus. But when the storm came, somebody had enough sense to cry out to God. They say, Jesus, don't you care? And the Bible said Jesus woke up and speak to the winds and the waves. Peace be still. And there was a great calm. You know the secret to that? Because those disciples cried out to God. That was their prayer. What am I trying to tell you? Prayer works. Not until they cry out. Not until they pray before they see their miracle. Many of you, you are going through stuff right now. And you just trying to adjust to the trouble. Instead of you learning to cry out unto God. You remember Peter. One day Peter was trying to walk like Jesus on water. And after a while, Peter began to sink. Guess what he learned to do? What I'm asking you to do. He prayed, oh God, help me. And sure enough, God helped him. What am I trying to tell you? Prayer works. When was the last time you cried out? That's why the songwriters say, Oh, what peace we often forfeit, what needless pain we bear. I was hurting my uncle. And every time I feel the pain, I say, oh, God. And I'm amazed how my crying out helps me. The doctor said, you're still walking. I said, you better believe I will walk. (laughs) When was the last time you cried out in your pain, in your heart? Even when nobody understands. Remember the blind man. By the side of the road. He was there for days, for weeks, for months, for years, begging. But one day he found out. Jesus is passing by. Guess what he learned to do? He cried out. Jesus. Jesus. Son of David, have mercy on me. You know what I'm trying to tell you? God heard his cry. God healed him that day. Why? Because prayer works. I don't know what you're going through, but if you just hang on to your pain, that's on you. I gave you a reason why you should pray. You don't need to be enduring it all by yourself. Today, Jesus Christ of Nazareth is in the church. And he is ready to help you. He's ready to heal you. He's ready to touch you. But he'll pass by if you are too proud to cry out. So it's on you. It's on me. Right, amen, amen. I'm 61 years old. Right. But ain't no shame in my game. When the devil gets me cornered. I tell the devil. Don't you let me get on my knees. Say, Do you see. You're about to mess up now. All right. All right. <laughs> I cry out unto God. Go oh God. Help me with my situation. Help me with my condition. What am I trying to tell you? When, you? when you need God, when you are desperate, you get to a point in your life you don't care who is looking. You don't care who is talking about you. I'm trying to help somebody you get to a point in your life, you don't really care what anybody say. You humble yourself in the sight of the Lord so he can exalt you in due time. You'll cry unto God, Lord, I'm sick of this pain. Lord, I'm sick of being pushed around on my job. Lord, I need your help with this child. Lord, I've been enduring this pain. Help me with my spouse so he can act right. right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for us to call on God. Why should we pray? You pray, number three, to have power over the devil. You all by yourself, you are no match to the devil. But when you pray, You are invoking God's power on your power, super on your natural, so that you can stand the wiles of the devil. Are you are still here. Prayer is asking God to interfere in your situation. You know how I would tell people, mind your own business? Well, let me school you. Let me teach you. God will mind his own business until you invite him and say, Lord, I need you right now. Lord, I can't make it by myself. Lord, if you don't help me, I won't make it. You invite God to join in in what you're doing. You invite God to join in in what you're going through. You say, Lord, I've done the best I can on this child. I need your help right now. Now put this child in your hand. What is the message? There is power in your prayer. Are you listening to me? In case you're making note, I told you, number one, it's a command. Amen. Amen. I told you, number two, it works. 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 Amen, somebody. And because it works, you ought to be doing it on a regular basis. Amen. Amen. I remember when my children were going to college. Now, everybody knew I was Tough on them, I was rough, I knew that too. But I told them, You may think you're grown now, and you may go out there and start doing what you have no business to do. But let me tell you something when you do what you have no business doing, you're going to be nervous. They said, "Daddy, how, how you say that?" I said, "Because I'm on my knees praying. You go to places you are not supposed to be. You won't be comfortable there because Mama is praying for you." I say, "You know what you're raised with. You know what you've been what you've been taught in your childhood. So if you go into places," No, you don't have no business being. The power of God will zap you. How you know that? That because I'm praying, ladies and gentlemen. I am in church today because somebody prayed for me. It's not because I'm so righteous. Maybe you 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 always been holy all your life. No, I can't say that. It's not because I've been so holy, but because somebody prayed for me. I should have been dead. You know my story. Some of you witness it right here with your own eyes. But I'm still here today because somebody prayed for me. You know what I'm trying to tell you? Many of you are here too. And the only reason you're still here is because somebody somewhere pray for you. Some of you should have been locked up in jail right now. Yes, I said it. But oh look at you. You still here because somebody prayed for you. Some of you, spouse, husband, wife, the only reason you are still on your job today. Is because your spouse, the very person you are abusing, has been kind enough to pray for you. Do I have a witness in the house? I'm trying to tell you prayer works. Amen, somebody. Can I get a witness? I said prayer works. Let me give you another reason why you should pray. You and I need to pray to survive the odds. There are many crazy stuff going on in this world. So when you're lonely, you pray to survive. When you're desperate, you pray. When you're desolate, you pray. When you're bitter and angry, I don't know about you. Some people just get on my nerves. Yes, I said it. And I just want to flip out. Then I have to pray. Say, Lord, help me. Help me so I don't lose my cool. So I don't act ugly. Help me to beat the odds. Sometimes when I'm confused. I have to pray. Sometimes I go to bed and then I begin to have nightmares, crazy dreams. And I can tell it's not from God. Guess what I had to do? You have to pray. So you pray to survive. Let me tell you another reason to pray. Number five, you pray so that you can be used by God. Sometimes I'll be talking to young people and they will say, pray for me, pastor. I want to be used by God. People in various aspects of ministry, young preachers, they will say, pastor, I don't need your money. I want to be used by God. Pray, I know you have something. Pray that i be used by God. I remember... Years ago, when my musicians, my singers, they would tell me, "I want to be professional. I want to be this. I want to be renowned." One time, I I, I got all of them together not too long ago, and I prayed over them. They were having rehearsal. I say, "I want to pray that God will amplify your voice." It's not good enough that you know how to play guitar or play the drum or play the keyboard or organ or whatever. or you can blow the horn. That don't go nowhere, except the Lord, build your house. Everybody that labors labors in vain. I say, I pray that God will amplify. You see this microphone? It allows me so I won't have to be screaming and yelling on top of my tongue. It amplified my voice. Can you imagine when God amplifies your voice? You will be heard in nations. I was sitting down with one of my son in the ministry not too long ago who was talking about money. And I shared with him that My biggest income today comes from receipts from TBN brokers. I don't even know who is paying me. I never met them. I just set up a website and set up an account and go on the television and just speak to all of Europe, all of Africa, every day. And they send the money right and left. All my life I've been begging employers, please hire me. Please help me. Not knowing that if God will simply amplify my voice. Believe me when I tell you prayer works. It's not by might. It's not by power. It's by his spirit, says the Lord. If you want to beat the odds of this life, if you want to survive, your secret is prayer. If you want to be used by God. Not just be a part of the program of the church. If you want God to take you to places. He said, call upon me. And I will answer you. And I will show you things that you never dream of. That you never imagine." Jeremiah thirty-three verse three. That's my testimony, you all. I never dreamed that one day I would be preaching to the entire continent of Africa without moving an inch. The other day I was having a meeting with some of you leaders, and our social media department were reporting we have reached millions. I have to stop the meeting and say, look, break it down to my level. My mind cannot even conceive it. And Sister Faith Washington was trying to to show us the numbers. Who would have thought a little church in the city of Pineville, Louisiana, in a state called Louisiana. But when God amplifies your voice, So I'm saying to you, if you want to be used by God, you need to pray. Let me tell you another reason why you should pray. Prayer is your responsibility. What did I call it? Your responsibility. It is my responsibility. How do I know that? Jesus said, look, I'll give you power. So it's all up, up to you now That's it. That's it. That's to use that power. All right. If you don't use it, it's on you. All right. You can tread upon scorpions, all right. you can tread upon serpents. Oh. He said, All oh, the power of the enemies. All right. He said, I give you power, and whatever you bind here on earth, I will bind it in heaven. And whatever you lose here on earth, I will lose it in heaven. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe with all my heart, majority of what is going wrong in America today is very simple. The people profess to be Christian won't pray. It is very simple. But Second Chronicle, chapter 7, verse 14 say, Eve, my people. Am I still in the book? Eve, my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, pray and seek God's face and turn from my wicked ways. He said, I will hear Don't get any clearer than that. He said, I will hear. Not only will he hear, he said, I will heal the land. He's not speaking Greek or Hebrew. He made it so clear. So guess what's missing? Prayer. Why should we pray number seven? Prayer is the key to your success. I don't care what kind of business you're in. I don't care what kind of career path you're in. I don't care what kind of ministry, what kind of denomination. If you really want to have success, prayer is key. If you want to live a life of purpose, if you want to live a life with direction, if you want to live a life with power, You got to pray. Amen. Amen. I was minding my own business the other day. I just went. Uh, one of my deacons set me up for physical therapy. Deacon Beauregard. So I just showed up. And everything stopped. I said, huh? I'm just a client. Oh, they say you don't understand. They said, around here, people come. The house is full. People are doing all kinds of exercise and they are running them out. But the moment you come on on television, every conversation stops. Do you think I have that kind of power on my own? It's impossible. I'm just another human being like you. What will make difference in your life, in my life, is prayer. Prayer is the key to succeed. Prayer is bringing heaven on earth. You are literally saying, Lord, <laughs> I got to have you here. You know how they say kumbaya? where "kumba" is come by here. You say, Lord, no, I'm not going to work. To face all these jokers all by myself today. I want you to walk with me. I want you to talk with me. I want you to speak for me. Prayer is what you need for success. Number eight, why should we pray? You pray to disarm the enemy. You never know how many people out there trying to get you. You never know how many evils are around your life. You never know how many evil are around your own family. But prayer will make a difference. Are you see here? Number nine. Why should we Pray so you can prevail in any spiritual war. It's not enough to fight oh, it's lovely when you win. If you want to prevail over evil, prayer is how you crown your life with dominion, with authority. That's why the Bible talks about a thousand may fall. Ten thousand by your right. You're just going to be watching them fall right and left. Not because you're better, but God says for you. It won't come near you. Winning. Don't be afraid of winning. You ought to play to win. Too many Christians have accepted. There's some football team I don't like today. Mm-hmm. Because they'll just lead you on. they get you all excited. And then by the time they get close to the Super Bowl, they break your heart. <laughs> so, so I said, no, I'm through with this. Ain't nothing wrong with win. You are wired to win. Tell your children. You don't come here just to pass by. You are here to dominate. I don't come to the city just to be another number. I come here to rule, to reign. Ain't no shame in my game. You read the book of Genesis. Chapter 1, verse 26. He said, take dominion. And Jesus demonstrated that. You remember when Jesus was promoted? All of a sudden, he began to take dominion. He took dominion over the winds, he took dominion over the waves. He took dominion over sickness. He took dominion over disease. He took dominion over death. He took dominion over grave. Everywhere he showed up. How God anointed Jesus with holy gods and with power. With power. He went about doing good. Healing. All those who are oppressed by the devil. Yes, they'll talk about you. Don't worry about that. You walk around in power. You walk around dominating. You say, I give you power. Ladies and gentlemen, you are wired to succeed. Believe it or not, you are wired for greatness. Believe it or not, you are wired for prosperity. Prosperity. Why should we pray? Number ten, for the sake of time. So that you can reverse every demonic decrease in your life. There comes a time when you have to look at the devil in the eyes and say, stop it. You know better than that. Stop it. Not this house. Not this church. Not this business. Hallelujah. I never will forget recently on my job. There was some kind of concern, and the boss man, the president said, Look, this is what I'm faced with. Let's pray. I say, You finally found my page. You see, all these people with big, big degrees. Ph.D. over there. Ph.D. PhD. I said, I can't explain all the anthropology, all the big science, but one thing I do know, prayer works. Amen. That's a fact, sir. I said, give me the microphone. They look around and say, huh? What have we got ourselves into? They see. everybody, bow your head. I said, it's time to pray. Have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all of your trouble. And he will hear your cry. Through prayer, you can move into the the realms of the spirit. I don't have much time left, but I will say this, number 11. Why should we pray? You pray to gain promotion in life. I'm amazed how many of you will call me and write me and say, I want to be promoted on, on my job. Well, I tell you how to get promoted. You pray. Amen. And I'm not talking about promotion just in the natural, even promotion in the spirit. It takes prayer to be promoted. Amen? Amen. Through prayer, you can move into new realms of power, new realms of dominion, new realms of authority. You remember in Matthew chapter 4, beginning from verse 1, when Jesus got promoted, you need to know this, when you are promoted, the devil will come and challenge you. Every time you are elevated, you will face opposition. So how are you going to stay elevated? How are you going to stay blessed? You need prayer to establish your legal authority. Are you listening to me? You have to be able to tell the devil, I didn't get here by myself. God put me here. I didn't get this job. See, part of the reason why many of us cannot survive is because you got what you got illegally. Some of you got your husband illegally. And nobody shouting now. Well, let me leave you alone. Some people got to their church illegally. Hey, don't turn me off. I never call a single deacon. I never ask for any favor from anybody. If God give it to you, God is big enough to protect you. If God give it to you, No devil can take it from you. They may try, but I hear the Lord say, no weapon formed or fashioned against you shall prosper. So stop calling me my pastor, my husband. No, the question is how you get him. Don't call me, say, this business ain't working. The question is, how did you start the business? <laughs> God is my witness. Last night, my wife and I, one of our members called, said, Pastor, I've been listening to your teachings over the year, and my wife and I, we just got this franchise. The first question I ask him, how did you get it? Don't just ask me to pray. If, you, if God give it to you, no devil can take it away from you. And then you use prayer when the enemy show up like a wind. The spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against it. It takes prayer. For you to establish your legal authority. Number 12. Why should we pray? To keep you charged up. I always tell you. Human beings. We're just like any other equipment. We get run down. We get tired. There's something called wear and tear. Of the body. But when you need extra grace, hallelujah, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. When you need extra courage on your job, you know you're clocking in, you're clocking out, but there comes a time when you just don't feel like going today. Maybe I'm just talking about myself. When you need extra wisdom, you don't know what to do anymore. When you need extra comfort. When your energy is depleted and you need extra boost. You know they come up with some drink now. They call it energy drink. Don't look at nobody. I never tasted it. Not one time. I said the Holy Ghost is my energy. Do I get tired? You bet you. Do I run myself down sometimes? You bet you. Do I run out of ideas? You bet you. But all when I get on my knees. And say, Lord, recharge me. I've seen many of you pray over me. Say, Pastor, I pray that God will recharge you. That you you recover. Because preaching and teaching, you are pouring out your energy. All these precious people that are singing here, they are pouring out their energy. Sometimes you only see the sweat. But what you don't see is a lot of energy. Drain. And some of you will come around and say, Pastor, let's pray for you. Let's pray for you. Sometimes they will make me kneel down. Right in, in the midst of that. And all those precious deacons and pastors, they gather around me because they know that we get tired sometimes. Prayer is what you need. You pray to God to be recharged, to be re energized. What is my message to you today? Your place of prayer is your place of power. Your, your place of prayer is not only your place of power, it's your place of protection. Remember how Psalm 91 says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. See, your place of prayer is your place of protection. Ladies and gentlemen, your place of prayer is your place of healing. Your body needs healing. Your pastor needs healing. Sometimes I get up, I have to move my feet one at a time. When your body needs healing, your place of prayer is your place of healing. Your place of prayer is your place of authority. Your place of prayer is your place of blessing. I can go on and on. What is the message? Pray. One word. Throughout your day, pray. Pray always, constantly. Don't let the devil have to force you to get on your knees. Make prayer a lifestyle. Amen? I'm going to invite our worship team to come back up and lead us in worship. But I want to invite somebody to the Lord Jesus Christ. The person we pray to is not Buddha, it's not Allah. It's God, His Son, Jesus Christ. And if you don't know Him as your Lord and as your Savior, why don't you make a decision today? And say, Lord, now I see. If you get the message that you cannot make it on your own, you need God to help you. This is a good day to accept it. Not just those of you who are here, those of you who are live streaming. There's a number under the screen. You can dial that number. There's a preacher, a man of God, a woman of God waiting to pray with you, to rejoice with you for your decision to follow Jesus. And let me also encourage you as you, as you live here today, learn to give for the work of the ministry. Giving is receiving. The Bible says if you give, it shall be given back to you. Hallelujah. I have a friend in Augusta, Georgia. I became his friend by giving. Brother Creflo, I don't know him from Adam. He is not related to me. But I start giving. He start giving until he got his attention. Who is this man? In Louisiana. I found myself in Augusta, Georgia. Brother Creflo said, sir, I want to meet you. He said, 6 a.m. Every day is when I do my workout in the gym. Can you meet me at the gym? I say yes, sir, I'll be there. What he didn't know is that I've not been going to gym. <laughs> oh Lord! And We got on the treadmill and we were talking, but we were exercising. May I went back to my hotel that day. I think I slept like 12, 14 hours. <laughs> Let me leave that alone. <laughs> Jesus, help me. I want to thank all of you for being here today. I encourage you to give on your way out. We have our precious ushers, they dead, at the back of the church to serve you. Giving is your ticket to receive it. And those of you who are live streaming, you say, well, I'm not in the church, but I want to give. You can go to our website, zionhill.com. There's opportunity there for online giving. Believe me when I tell you, Zion Hill is good ground. And God will bless you and increase you and promote you for your giving to this ministry. Shall we all stand? Please help me welcome our worship team. Amen.
0: We just want to bless and encourage Mm. each other before we leave this morning. Say, I love you. I need you. You need me. You need me. We're all a part of God's body. We're all a part of God's body. Say, stand with me. Stand with me. Agree with me. Agree with me. We're all a part of God's. We're all a part of God's. Say, it is His will. It is His will that every one that of your needs be supplied. Need be supplied. You are a part of it. And I need you to, you to survive. I need you to survive. You are important. You are important. To me. important and I need you to survive. I need you to survive. survive. God, help us bless everybody in the building and even if you're watching. God's body. All a part of God's body. Stand, with me. stand with me. Agree with me. Agree We're, with all me. We're all a part of God's body. Say it is his will. And every day. You are important to me. You are important and I need you to, to survive. I need to survive. Oh, you are important, to I need you, I need you, and this is the part that we like the most in the song, it says, I pray for you, say, I pray, you. and you pray for me, you I love you, I need you, I need you, and I won't harm you, with words from my mouth. I, love, I need you I need look you at somebody I know we can't touch but so we can look and say it I pray say you pray for you me pray I love I, love, you. I need and you and to I, won't hold hold you I won't hold you with words from you my mouth because I'm going to use this mouth to speak love blessings, blessings love over you come on everybody sing it I pray for you I pray and for you, for you pray for me pray I love you, I need you And I won't harm you With words from my mouth I love you, I need you too. One more time I pray for you I pray You pray for me I love you, I, won't harm you. I need you too And I won't harm you With words from my mouth I love you. I love, I, need I you. Need you too. We tell you to have a blessed day and a blessed week in Jesus name. Continue to pray for one another, continue to believe God for your blessing.